Hi friends, and welcome to 24 Karat Conversations. I'm your host, Rhonda Velez. Let's be real, testing and trials are never fun. But what I have found is that we aren't alone in those seasons. My favorite Bible verse is Job 23.10, for when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We're gonna share some amazing stories of people who have endured and emerged as pure gold in the midst of hard circumstances. We're gonna laugh, probably cry, and get super transparent about life and the struggles we endure. So sit back, relax, it's about to get real. Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. I'm super excited. So we I've been planning this interview for a while and my guest, Lauren Tenney, her and I connected at a wonderful nonprofit organization event. And I knew I had to have her on. We've been trying to coordinate with each other's schedules for a long time now, but she is here and I'm super excited. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about her. She is a writer and a speaker and a mentor. She is from Franklin, Tennessee, which you know now is my beautiful state that I live in. She's passionate about helping others experience a life of peace and freedom. And she is armed with those tools that she has used herself. She's devoted her time and energy to providing one-on-one mentor sessions where she takes you on the ultimate personal development journey filled with talk and practical tools so you can push through state paradigms. I'm like, wow, paradigms. I can't, I looked at that word and I'm like, wow, paradigms. I can't say that. Today. Wow. I know. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a big word, Rhonda. Like, Hold on. I need Google Translate. <laughs> Um, to develop strong sense of self, genuine empathy, and deeper faith. So I'm so excited to welcome you on today. I had to share just a little bit about you because you inspired me. I sat through your session at Faithfully Restored and I was like, yes, 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 and yes. So Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Faithfully Restored is such a sweet organization. Um, and I'm was super excited to meet you that day. And I'm so, so excited to and honored to talking. Yeah, I know. I'm super excited to have you on. So I wanted to talk a little bit about boundaries and in particular family boundaries, because I feel like that is a topic that comes up on a regular basis, whether you've been married for a really long time or you're in the middle of, you know, starting to date someone and you're meeting families and figuring out like how boundaries work in families, but then also how you work them in your own relationships. So I wanted you to tell me a little bit about how you started your journey with understanding boundaries. Yes. Well, just for your audience that may or may not understand what boundaries are, I think lately, especially with social media, we've seen boundaries pop up a lot. The word, it's kind of a buzzword. And I think that a lot of people are using it really well and in a healthy way. And there are some that are using it to kind of build walls. So here's what I kind of, here's how I describe boundaries. Boundaries are not walls. They are not walls that we build to keep the bad out because if we keep the bad out, we're also keeping the good out, right? So that's what brick walls do. So boundaries are more like little fences around us. Um, They are everything that's in our side of the fence is our responsibility, okay? So what we say, what we do, how we act, uh, our intentions, our ego, everything we're bringing to the table, that's what we're responsible for that is in our sphere everything that ever anyone else is responsible for is the same but it's in their area right and so healthy boundaries is the in between of those it is me being in charge taking ownership of what i'm saying to someone 
um, maybe in a disagreement. It's them um, taking that, hearing that, and over what they're um, bringing back, right? And so it's the back and forth, it's the balance, it's the healthy, so we can have a healthy, happy, whole relationship. Mm-hmm. When you have walls, um, I think a lot of people use the term boundaries as a pass to say whatever you want to say to someone and then build up that wall and then you're done, right? You're done. Well, that is total fear. That person is not wanting to understand the other person. That person is not wanting to hurt anymore. They're not wanting to feel. They just want to be able to say what they want to be done, right? So they build that wall. That's not what healthy boundaries are. And so my journey started, I say I'm 43, just some 43 yesterday. I started when I was 26. Thank you. Um, 26. I kind of woke up one day and was like, okay, I cannot have a healthy relationship, love relationship. I'm not sure what's happening. My roommate is annoyed by me. I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not taking ownership over my stuff as a roommate. Um, I had just been let go from another job, like the week before I, and I'm waking up to this reality, like, huh, I've, well, now I've really gotten by, I've been charming and I've been kind and I've been, you know, like, um, delightful. And so those get you really far. But then I think at a certain point in life, if you want to really be healthy, whole relationships, you have to figure yourself out. You have to figure out what you're bringing to the table and how to experience and put into place really healthy boundaries. That's how I started. I read the book boundaries by Henry cloud and John Townsend, both doctors, Christian psychologists, the best book. It literally is life-changing when people say that about books. I'm always skeptical because I've read this and this truly was a pivotal life-changing moment for me. Um, why I kind of jumped into this. So if you're, when we're talking about like family boundaries in particular, um, I think where that comes up a lot where I've seen, and I guess as you know, you get older, you see it in places that like it wasn't necessarily healthy. And I want to say that maybe it was like previous generations didn't really have great boundaries, you know, (laughs) I feel like we're learning those because, because I heard this man say one time, like when you get married, your spouse isn't becoming part of your family. You're actually becoming your own family. And I, I love that because I think so many times, like, you know, it's hard for parents to let go of their children and let go of, you know, the responsibilities that they have and let them live their own lives. And so how can somebody, maybe somebody is, let's talk about somebody who already is married first and has not set healthy boundaries in their marriage with their in-laws or with, you know, family members, brother, sister. Mm -hmm. How do they start doing that right away when they realize, wait, I feel, because I think if you don't have boundaries, you feel resentful and angry and irritated. Oh yeah, that's it, right? Because because you're getting walked on, mm-hmm. um, manipulated. You being you're being guilted. Yep. Uh, all of which, by the way, I have learned that's my responsibility, right? Yeah. So if I'm feeling this way, someone is putting a guilt trip on me, trying to maybe someone is trying to manipulate me, but that's their stuff. My hearing that, receiving that, being ready for that and understanding that, what that feels mm-hmm. like to me and then acting accordingly, speaking accordingly, reacting uh, or responding, not reacting. And so 
so let's break it down really quickly. It's hard to put boundaries in place with family members because they have known you the longest. Mm -hmm. So let's take the mom daughter role, right? Your mother birthed you. She thinks she knows you. She thinks that you at 30 is the same you at 12. And it's just not, hopefully it's not true because um, we are, we are daughters of the King. And so every single day we are trying to be sanctified, right? We are, we are in the sanctification process, trying to be more like Christ. And we get there by growing. We get there by experiencing, we get there by learning. But unfortunately our sweet moms, like they want to have that same control that they had when we were 12 and they don't want us to change. They do want us to change on paper, but in their hearts, they're like, Oh, I don't know this person. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this person. I want to be in control. It's not a, it's not a, it's just a very thing. And I think that they, I think it's harder to put boundaries in because they have known you the longest and the whole blood relationship is right. It is, it feels just more, it feels deeper and more connected. And so, especially with the love we have for our mothers, um, it is hard to put boundaries in place because we don't want to hurt them. We don't want to make them angry. We don't want to rock the boat um, because we know there's consequences when that happens. But it is all the more reason if you want to go into adulthood with a confident, beautiful, healthy, deep connection as much as you can, because some moms, it's just really hard, then you have to start putting boundaries in place. And um, I'm, you have not asked me this, but I will tell you, um, when I, when anyone says, who do I, what do I, how, where do I start with boundaries? I always say, start with, you know, the moms or the family member that, you know, they're going to love you. Maybe it's hard. Maybe it's going to be really tumultuous for a while because it will, but they love you regardless. Right. And so we baby step into boundaries. We aren't going to, I, I put this reel out the other day for those office people that watch the office. There's one point where Michael Scott thinks that just saying I declare bankruptcy means he's like, he's declared bankruptcy. We can't just say, oh, I have boundaries now and then and expect our life to change. No, it's going to take really small baby steps. Um, it's going to take situational things with your moms, like holidays, your in-laws, like holidays and, and things of that nature. And I'll go into that in a second. Um, but, you know, family, it's hard. It's hard, uh, but it's all the more reason why it's really good to start with family. Um, as your question was about new marriages, and it is, it's leave and cleave. The Bible says leave and cleave. It, it, it doesn't say keep yourself attached and tethered to your, um, your original family. We love them and we, of course, we want them in our lives, but you have made a choice to, to leave that and to develop your own family. And it's going to be hard with in-laws. It's going to be hard. I don't know if you have any questions with in-laws, but I always tell, I, I have a client who right now who is really struggling and it's because she, her mother-in-law guys, it's just like us with our mothers, sons and moms is so hard Yeah, because it is their baby. He's their baby, her baby. And you are replacing her in um, and it's not true. You're not replacing his mother, 
her mind it is. And so being able to love your mother-in-law where she's at, to understand where she's, where she's at, to understand that this is really hard, but also we are not going to make excuses for bad behavior, right? That's what the boundaries are for. And so for instance, you're struggling having your own holiday traditions. You want them so desperately, um, but mother-in-law is not having it. She expects everyone to be at her house, what her way or the highway, right? Well, this is, you're going to have to do it. You're going to have First, you need to get on the same page with your spouse. Hey, and really delicately loving him. That's his mom. Like, here's what I'm seeing. Um, and, and usually the man's like, I want our own thing too. Okay, so let's do this together. And it's starting November 1st, texting your mother-in-law. I prefer calling always over texting. The being in person is the absolute best, but you know, you're gonna have to get there. But it's texting and saying, hey, holidays are coming up. What are your expectations for all, for the holidays? There are things that we would like to do um, a little this year, but I would love to kind of start that conversation. So everyone feels um, like we've had plenty of time together and everyone feels, you know, seen and, and heard and et cetera. I this love, is a very long answer. <laughs> no, I love, no, I love that. I love the setting the expectations because I think that's where it gets really blurry. Like you're on, you know, November 20th and all of a sudden you're scrambling to figure out like whose house you're going to go to. And I mean, I know that like my husband and I've been married almost 28 years. And I know at the beginning of our marriage, we had like zero boundaries with our in-laws and, and, um, on both sides. Like I won't call out one or the other because I feel like it was on both sides. Like everybody wanted a piece of us. And at one point, like you have one kid and that's fine. If you're traveling, you know, two hours to one person's and three hours to the next and right. Get done with that holiday. And you're exhausted. And it's like, this was not not fun at all. And it was hard when we started saying like, Hey, like we're going to be doing Christmas with my parents and then we'll do new year's with you guys or figuring out like, we're going to do Christmas early here, but we're going to, because they're local, we're going to do Christmas here because we want to be home for the morning, you know? And all of those things are, I think really, really difficult. Um, I think it's easier if you have people and in-laws who are willing to like understand that. Oh yeah. Really hard is when you have that one in-law that is like. It really pushing you hard and you can't say anything. I mean, I know that in our marriage, we had a couple of times where I was like, this is way crossing a boundary for me. <laughs> like, like we're adults, like we can make decisions on our own. Um, and I know that it's hard for parents as being a mom of a 25 year old daughter, you know, and a 19 year old, I'm having to learn to back off. Like I always tell them, Hey, you're invited, but it's not required. Like uh- I don't, the requirement, I think, is what's really hard, where parents immediately are like, well, you have to do this. It's family. And I'm like, don't pull the family card on me. Yeah. And Rhonda, you're, you are just leaps and bounds, Pat. And I think our generation is different. Um, you're just doing so well, because just imagine the pressure remember the pressure you felt as a newlywed doing all of that and how unfair that was to you. Um, and you know, it just, it spills into marriage and and mommyhood too, because you feel frustrated and you feel manipulated and controlled. And then you are in a bad mood and you're not the best mom, not the best wife, but what you're doing for your daughters is so great because you're not, you're not making them feel pressure. And honestly, it probably makes them want to be with you even more, you know, and 
And I think that that is, I, I know when, when I have anyone who is not pressuring me, not putting expectations on me, I want to be with those people. Those are yeah. my people, you know, right? so I think that, um, and, and they will learn from you. Right. And so yeah. they will learn when they are, they have, have sons and daughters, they'll do the same thing. And that's what we're doing here. We are trying to change generational thinking and behavior. Um, and this is all biblical, right? It's right. just things that we haven't chosen or chosen chosen to, to put in place because it's hard and it's not normal and it's not what we grew up seeing. Yeah, and I think it is true. I mean, you know, my my dad growing up, I know had like a lot of expectations put on him um, religiously, you know, had a lot of expectations put on him. And I always, I always tell my husband, I'm like, Hey, like that stops here. Like it's, I, I want my children to be able to come to me and be honest with me. And also when I've overstepped a boundary, like there's times that I have overstepped. And then at that point I need to be like, Hey, I'm really sorry. Like I, I shouldn't have done that. Like I shouldn't have required that of you. And I think that goes a long way too. Um, when we're talking about like raising kids and, you know, I mean, after you've gotten to the stage where your kids are like in their twenties and you're just like, they actually want to be with us because we're not forcing it to happen. It does feel really good. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that I think is learned, but I don't think everybody it's baby steps. And it's also just practicing like just yeah. little things, I think. I mean, don't yeah. you agree? Like, hey, I'm going to set a boundary on this dinner on a Friday night that I just, I really don't want to go to. I want to yeah. stay at home and take a bath. And I'm having to learn that to even do with like with friends because I would love to attend everything I'm invited to. But mentally, I know that I need my downtime. I need my space. And I used to just run myself into the ground. And now I'm like, look, I can do this many events, but I can't after that I'm done. You know? yeah, yeah. I think that spreading too thin is a very big thing for people our age and our generation. I think we want to do everything. We want our kids to do everything and they just can't. And we just can't. Our nervous system is not built for that. Um, we are, we love community. It's a very important, but again, our number one is our family unit. That is, that's where we left and, you know, we leave and cleave. This right. is our new, this is our new world. And mm -hmm. so being with friends is great, but, um, you are, it's, it's very important to, to have that downtime and to, to be able to say no. And that's a big thing with boundaries. And, and you mentioned something too, you apologize to your daughters. Hey, I shouldn't have required that. I think one of the greatest things we can do and one of the things boundaries taught me as I was starting to take ownership over myself was being able to say, hey, I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have made you do that. Um, that was coming from a place of insecurity on my part or a place of fear or whatever. And I shouldn't have put that on you. That's not your job. That's not your responsibility. And that's a beautiful thing, Rhonda. So you're doing great. Yeah, I think, you know, and I, I mean, thank you. I, I have to give a sh big shout out to my therapist because she's been very helpful in all of yeah. these. Because it's true, you know, you can go into things and be like, I, you know, bulldoze your way into things and you don't realize it. So a lot of times I try and take a step back and be like, okay, I'm going to breathe for a second. And I need to, before I acknowledge this, I need to actually take a breath because right. I, if I bulldoze, it's just going to be an ugly situation. Right. Um, but yeah. you did say something about, 
sports. And I want to explore that just a little bit. So I kind of laugh when I hear these parents that are like all in the sport thing. And I, I am all for sports. My daughter played golf. My younger daughter played soccer. I mean, they love their sports, but I had to set a really healthy boundary, um, when my daughter was in soccer, because she was going to start to do club soccer. And so my husband and I sat down and we were like, okay, that means we're going to be gone every weekend. We both work full time. So it's like, we're not going to get any breaks. That means we miss church at least, you know, at least three times a month, if not more. And we set that boundary where she just wasn't going to do club soccer. And for all the other parents, it looked to them like, what do you do? Why would you not? She's so great and so good. And I can't had to come to this realization and be strong in my boundary of saying like her relationship with Jesus actually meant more to me than her getting a scholarship to go to college for soccer. And that was hard because I feel like we have boundaries that get crossed all the time with pleasing other people and what they want us to do or what they think we should do. Yeah. You sound very similar to my husband and I, my, my son, um, when he was eight, um, was asked to be on a new travel baseball team. And we talked about it for five minutes. That was like, no, no, we we're not doing that. I had young girls. I had, I want to be chasing someone around a, a ballpark. We, you know, we, we wanted to be a family. We wanted to learn how to be a family, um, of, of five. And we, so the last five years, you know, they've, these boys have been together and they've, and they're, and they're doing wonderful, but it was just not something that we, that we could do. Um, and I, I remember the same conversations with, um, with a friend of mine and she was like, you know, you have to do this. That's, that's we're required now. And I remember saying, no, we don't have to do anything. Like if the Lord wants, wants him to play baseball, he's going to play baseball. You know, that's how it is. And, and he is almost 13 now. Um, and we have, it's been, it's been really cool because, um, the Lord kind of brought him this, this coach and these new boys that have been, that they're just such good families. And we are going to let him do some tournaments right before he starts school. He starts school baseball this spring. Um, but we, but again, like we have to, we had to tell him like, if this, if we're doing this, we're going to early service. And Mm -hmm. if we're doing this, we are going to find, you know, we're not going, we're not traveling out of state. Like it's, you know, we're going to be close to home. So like there are, um, we had to, to put those boundaries in place and we felt like, okay, this is the time that we can do it. But, but, but I was the same way. I'm like, no, there's no way there's no, and, and I don't regret a day of it. Yeah. I don't don't either. And I think it's, I, you know, I just watch these parents like run frantically. And this is where I think like boundaries as a family unit, as a whole, like they have, we have to learn to put boundaries in place, not just with our relationships, but with anything really that we're doing, you know, I'm learning, like, I can't, even in work, like I'm learning, like I'm going to work as hard as I need to work. However, if I feel burnt out, I'm going to take a day off and I'm not going to feel guilty for it. And I think we tend to put so much guilt on ourselves. We don't set boundaries for anything. So we're just saying yes to everything. And then we wonder why everything is falling apart. And I've seen it so much in the business coaching space with even, you know, 
women who are so successful and they've won all the trophies and they're top sales reps and they've done all these things, but they have set zero boundaries. So they're running crazy and their house is falling apart because, you know, their kids don't ever see them and their husband leaves them because they, they don't spend any time with them. And it's like, this is a boundary issue. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah. And you know what though? It's a, it's a heart issue too, because, um, and those are, and this is, this is what I talk about a lot too. We have to be able to ask ourselves the really hard questions. We have to be boundaries includes us being so self-aware of, Hey, why are you saying yes to this? Let's dig in a little bit. Let's pull back yes. the layers. Why are you saying yes to this? Well, I want to do it. He wanted, uh, let's, let's like let, right. uh, new, let's say it's, um, it's a new business opportunity. Okay. So you can make a lot of money. Why do you want to do this? Because I can, I can really finally make a lot of money. Well, why do you want to make a lot of money? Um, because I'm tired of not making money and well, why are you, you know, like peel back the layers. And at, at the end of the day, it is, I want myself to be elevated. I don't feel like I'm enough. I feel like if this, if this next opportunity takes off, then I will finally feel happy, healthy, whole. I will have the accolades that I, that I've always wanted. I will have the money I always wanted. I will have the trips that I've always wanted. Right. And so, but then that's not right. Right. They get all this stuff and they're like, oh, that's not what really yeah. what I wanted. I wanted a really happy, healthy, whole deep connection with my husband and my kids. And I no longer have that because at the end of the day, that's really what your soul craves. It's really, it's how the Lord made us. And so if we can be self-aware and ask ourselves a really hard question, Hey, why am I, I talk about this a lot. Why am I going to post? Why do I want to post this on my story right now? ask yourself, is it because you want people to know how great you are and how successful you are? Or is it, is it because you want the other moms to see how good your kid is doing, you know? Um, and if it's not great, no, I just want to celebrate my child, do it, do yeah. it and, and do it the, you know, to the fullest, but yeah. it's always those questions that you have to be willing to ask yourself in order to enter a life of happy, healthy, whole boundaries. Yeah. And I think you're so right about the heart issue. I think that that is so true. A lot of what the, you know, when I'm doing coaching, we talk about your story and like, why is that story? Like I had a narrative in my story and that narrative has carried me all the way through, which made it really hard for me to have boundaries. And so all, you know, it does, it all goes back to that original story, like you were saying. And so I think if, you know, I just encourage the listeners to like get the coaching. If it's, if it's coaching, maybe it's business coaching, maybe it's, um, you know, you need to go see a therapist. I mean, I think that those are all really important things so that you can start putting boundaries in place so that you aren't living a life of chaos. Cause without boundaries, it's just a bunch of chaos. Yeah. At least it feels yeah. That way. yeah. And I'm, and I am starting to see one-on-one clients too, and just helping through specific situations. Okay. Here's a situation I have, you know, I've gotten myself into all of this. Like, what do I do? Or I'm having this situation, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law, you know, what would you do? How do I, how do I approach them? And just really basic things. And we ask, we get, I ask the tough questions. Okay. Why, why are we feeling this way? What, what really is the point of you you know, wanting to do that or wanting to say that. And yeah, it's a, it's a really important for people who are just starting out to be able to have, 
to be able to have some a place to go, a therapist or a business coach um, mm-hmm. to really get to the bottom of that. Yeah. I Can you tell us a little bit about what you do in your coaching and then tell us a little bit just about um, how you can be helping our audience and where yeah. they can help you and all of that stuff? Yeah. I This is really a, a mission for me, a ministry. I just started offering coaching um, and I really recommend either a first a two-hour session or two one-hour sessions in the first week. Um, and a lot of times people just need one or two. Um, and they just, they're like, okay, I think I get it, but here's what's happening. And I'm like helping them through it. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it is a lot of people that come to me are, have already started the process of boundaries. They're getting it, they're understanding. I have so many free resources on my website. I have a daily email that you get that's free. And um, I, every day on Instagram, well, now four times a week I'm posting and it's really good nuggets. Um, I do have a, a, a unbound event that you can buy that I put together that I put on. It was a live event last year and you can purchase that, um, as kind of just like a, um, a masterclass, um, from home. And it just kind of gets you beginners, you know, okay, this, this is how, what they look like. This is how to start. So, um, yeah, we can talk and we can have a conversation about, if you're, if you're thinking about it correctly and how to adjust and how to ask questions, you know, with the other person that you're having an issue with or whatever. Um, yeah. And so we just really get to the heart of, of all that. I ask a ton of questions. I listen a lot, um, but they can find me on Lauren Rainey Tenney on Instagram. And then my website is the same and just start, start learning. I have a lot, a lot of content. Well, thank you so, so much for all of your insight. I just love chatting with you. We only got a chance to chat for like a few moments at the Faithfully Restored thing, but I'm like, I need that girl on. She needs to share the truth because you just just speak so well about what boundaries look like. And I'm so glad we were able to have this conversation today. And 24 karat time, thank you so much for being on today. Please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to rate us. And until next time, sparkle on. Bye.